0: today is Friday, February 4th. The title for our devotional is generosity number two. Again, I'm just crushing it with the titles this week. So as we did yesterday, today we're just going to make a brief uh, few points about how we should be generous and serve one another. We're just going to rely on 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 and those texts to uh, lead us. So, We saw a couple of yesterday and how it's uh, based in Jesus and his example for us and how we should be generous there and how it should be rooted in love. Love should be the primary movement of our heart that drives us to uh, generosity and to service to one another. So today we're going to see a few more. First, when we give, we should give out of what we have, not out of what we don't have. Yet our love for others should cause us to stretch our generosity beyond what we think we can give. Okay, that's a, long, <laughs> that's a long point, but I wanted to t- kind of tease it out to make sure that I get the nuance in there and not just rely on a simple phrase that could be lacking in nuance and truth. When we give, we should give out of what we have, not out of what we don't have. Yet, our love for others should cause us to stretch our generosity beyond what we think we can give. Okay, we see this in 2 Corinthians 8, 11, and 12. Now, finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it might be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. But we also see in 2 Corinthians 8, beginning in verse 2, as Paul is talking about the generosity of the Macedonian churches, where he says, In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty Welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able, and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. Again, uh, the point is that we should give out of what we have, not out of what we don't have. That's obvious to a degree. If we don't have it, we can't give it. But our love for others should cause us, like the Macedonian churches, to stretch our generosity and service beyond what we think that we can give. Our generosity should inconvenience us. Notice here, I'm using the word generous. This is a relative term that applies to both the wealthiest and the poorest among us. The big question for all of us to answer is, am I being generous with what God has given me? Discern. Ask the spirit of God to guide you in how he is calling you to be generous and to serve others out of love. Be sure you're not just making excuses, but you're truly seeking the Spirit of God to lead you in how you can be generous and serve one another. Secondly, when it comes to handling money, the church needs to go to great pains to be above reproach. 2 Corinthians 8, 20-21 We want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift, for we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. So here Paul, I think, sets for us an example in the church to do what is right with money, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man, to be above reproach. The third thing today that we're talking about that we learned from this text about generosity and service to others is that our generosity and service is rooted in our trust in God. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-11 Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap Generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, you have freely scattered their gift to the poor. Excuse me, they have freely scattered their gift to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now, he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Everything we have, in one way or another, can be traced back to a gift from God. God tells us to be generous. So when we are generous, we are acting in obedience to his word. For us to be generous with what we have, God must graciously provide more than we need ourselves. So when we are obedient through generosity, we are trusting that God will provide for our needs, and so we can continue to be generous. Uh, when we talk about generosity and service to others, it's, a, it's a, the underlying principle is that we have to trust God. Trust God that we can be obedient to Him and be generous, and that He will still provide our needs, whether we have a lot or we have a little. Today, reflect on your trust in God to provide for you. Do you trust him enough to be obedient to his call to generosity? Has there ever been a time in your life where you took a step of faith, so to speak, and had to trust God to provide for you? Think through that story. Ask someone else in the church that same question and listen to their story. Then spend some time discerning whether or not you're being sufficiently generous with your time, talent, and treasure. Don't just brush past this because I'm not giving you an exact number or percentage that you should give. Ask the Spirit of God to lead you and to help you discern whether or not He is calling you to greater generosity.